nothing ever happened. <laughs> yeah. before, before this, there was nothing. <laughs> this is like the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, this is the Big Bang of, of this podcast. <laughs> it happens uh, almost 90 episodes. <laughs> I yeah. think this is episode 90. Episode 90, damn. Wow. I stopped numbering them because I don't want uh, newbies to get scared that they have to listen to the back catalog. Makes which sense. you should, but you don't have to. We've, we've almost recorded a century of podcast episodes. Wow. <laughs> have you listened to one every year? <laughs> and then you still have to wait 10 years to, to get to the century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we, when we get together to record, we don't say a word to each other until the mics turn on. And if we try to talk, I say, save it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, every time we ever see each other, I'm like, oh, like, hey, and like, you know, how is your work? He's like, save it for the podcast. Yeah. I can't talk until I've had my podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of just like, like three guy friends who just like only talk like during the podcast. When they're being recorded. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I'm not recording, I, I cannot speak. I've taken the oath of silent in the name of content. I think that when some people have been doing podcasts for like 500, 600 episodes, that's what ends up happening is they never speak to each other because that mm. would that would take up all the things they have to talk about because, you know, your life, your life isn't that action packed. Yeah. No, no. I feel like I feel like that people should be able to double talk more. Like you should be able to go through the content twice. Like if I say a funny joke and then like I just I should be able to say the funny joke and then have you guys pretend like it's the first time you've ever heard it and be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, so like when one episode, when there's a joke one episode, and then two episodes later the same joke happens, I'm supposed to pretend that I've never heard it before. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I mean, yeah. I do that with my dad a lot, and it's not like I like I, I enjoy all the stories that he tells, but he does tell like multiple stories multiple times, and I love the stories, but I want him to to feel like he's telling it for the first time. You know, like are you guys like are you like that a uh, guy in Fallout Four where he's like mm-hmm mm-hmm yep mm-hmm yep mm-hmm, <laughs> no because mm-hmm. well, I'm laughing too, <laughs> and it's a it's a genuinely funny story so like it is funny and I'm laughing but I have heard it before so I have to make sure that I don't make him feel like no I mean it's like seeing a YouTube annoying. video again like I, it's still a funny YouTube video yeah I I just don't want him to feel like he's he's being annoying or or like repetitive like I want him to feel like I'm genuinely laughing. What if he thinks you're stupid and you have no memory? <laughs> I, I have thought of that before. <laughs> and, and I, I and he's hear like, that situation. He goes, damn, I can't think of how many times I've told Fred this story and he still <laughs> acts like he doesn't he hasn't heard it before. What an idiot. <laughs> my son, He's at the bar and he's like, my, my stupid son, my goddamn stupid son. I can tell him he the same... He loves listening st- to my stories. I can tell him the same story three times in a day and he'll laugh like he's heard it for the first time. You know, he's a good boy. He just has nothing going on upstairs. No memories at all. It's like a every morning's fresh, brand new. Isn't there like an Adam Groundhog Sandler Day. movie about that? It's not like Groundhog Day. Click? What? No, there's, what's the one where the woman forgets her life every day? Oh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. No, it's 51st Dates. It just came to me as you oh, were, because you were so yeah. wrong. It came yep. to me. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. You like, it, you know what it was like? It's like doing a multiple choice test where you've crossed off a very wrong answer. So like of the five movies I had in my yep. head, you crossed off one of the, one of the ones that I might've picked. Process of elimination, man. Gets, gets you every time. Yeah, I think in 51st Dates, Adam Sandler has to like keep taking this woman out on first dates. <laughs> oh, it's because she got hit by a car, right? Yeah, but he like becomes basically a stalker, and then at the end of the movie, they're like taking a 
family trip, I think, and he has to play her a video every morning about how they met. Oh, I I remember that. Oh, it's so abusive. Yeah. <laughs> the only part I remember that of that movie is the part where she gets her heels stuck in the pothole and she's like, "Oh no, I can't get my I can't take off my shoe." And then there's there's like three cuts of this like 14-wheeler just like barreling out of her. <laughs> barreling out of her. Whoa. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Speaking of sticking stuff up your ass. We weren't I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that, like, what would you even do in that situation if you were the guy and a girl, like, genuinely loves you, but she keeps forgetting about it? Like, you're not being creepy by, like, telling her that she loved you yesterday yeah, because it was could... true, but then it's like, you are being creepy to the her of today. Oh, my brain. Yeah, I'd just be creepy. It's like son. It's like being creepy nice, you know? <laughs> you can't even watch an Adam Sandler movie without oh, freaking man. out. Adam Sandler, man. Because it's, it's the thought that counts. Like, he's probably coming at it from, like, a nice angle or something. Well, it's... I think... I remember in the movie, she has people that she does remember, like, friends in her life that... I think it was before a certain date she remembers. Yeah. So, she, she has some core memories, and then he, he befriends those friends, and oh, they let her know that he's cool. He could, like, take her back to the pothole, and then she could get her foot stuck again and get hit by the same truck. <laughs> that was the defining moment. <laughs> Did that actually happen in the movie? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I haven't seen the movie in a very long time. I've never seen the movie, except for the clip of the lady getting hit by a truck. And I was like, damn, this is like a horrifying horror movie. Truck, truck-coon. <laughs> <laughs> Being the plot of all of our modern day animes, isekais. I think it's abusive what he's doing. How? Because, like, it basically relies on her being so stupid that she'll blindly accept anything, like a video of, like, here's how we met and here's some pictures of us. Like, don't you know? Don't you know? And then she, every day she's like, I'm still so in love with you. Like, it just seems weird. I don't know. Well, like, he loves her. Is he just never allowed to like? Yeah, she's be she, with her. She's like, incredibly disabled. Yeah, disabled people can't fall in love and like have relationships. No, but she's being manipulated by Adam Sandler. Wait, does she well. actually like? Him? Does she? Are they like friends? Do they like each other? You know, in ground. So you know, similar to Groundhog Day. You know how he gets to know everybody by yeah. just like living around them for a certain for, num- certain amount like, of time for forever. eons yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 50 first dates like he can take her on a first date 50 times and learn everything about her and then just like con her into getting on his boat once and then make a stupid <laughs> video and then he's like you know now he has a wife forever it's he's definitely in the Wait. uh the the not, i was gonna say the moral high ground that's not true the moral gray area yeah <laughs> did he know her before he she got hit by the truck i don't think so and he definitely has the upper hand in the relationship. Wait, she, okay, so. that is kind of weird. I wouldn't say it's abusive, but it's definitely manipulative. Did, wait, he wasn't driving the truck, was he? <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist! <laughs> yeah, that would be quite the twist. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know Adam Sandler was like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge Sandler fan in general. Or Rob Schneider. I don't like when Rob Schneider shows up and stuff. What? Rob oh, I'm not a Schneider cool. f- fighter, but I'm like, I like, I feel like Sandler's kind of cool with his like cutting, cutting gem video that he did. Cutting gems. About his one serious movie that he made. Yeah, that was, ever. I never saw it, but I thought it was cool. Either. I saw the trailer. <laughs> I think just calling it his cutting gems video is very funny. <laughs> not a movie. The, cut, the, the cutting gems 
video. <laughs> that, that's how I imagine like an eight-year-old would describe a movie they saw these days. <laughs> I saw this video in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they had a big picture moved around real big on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> on a wall. When's the last time you guys went to the movie theater? Oh man! Uh, it's um, it was uh, when we saw the uh, it was the burger fiasco. Oh god! Uh, with oh, Avatar, Avatar too. Yeah. Yeah. What a great film. I mean, is Chunky's <laughs> really a movie theater though? It's more no, of like a restaurant. No, it's more of a uh, bad restaurant. Yeah. That you get and watch a movie at. Where you eat putrid meat in the dark <laughs> and then get sick. They're like they're taking a, a book out of the drive-in theater book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because it's like it's like a drive-in theater, but instead of driving a car into the theater, you walk into you it. You drive your car to it and walk in. They should have a theater at the gun range. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine just like going to a movie theater and just like fucking driving your car through like the fucking through, through hallway the and be like, "Sorry, guys, thought it was a drive-in." <laughs> what Push if tables uh, to the side? What if you went to the firing range and at the end of the range on the big wall at the back, there was just a movie going on, and you're you know you're still firing at targets and wearing your <laughs> your ear protection. I would just aim at the people on the screen, though. Well, yeah, that, that's what people are going to do. <laughs> Ooh, you could have tar- you could have paper targets in front of the screen. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be a be a projection. Obviously, it wouldn't be a screen, yeah. so that you wouldn't destroy like the yeah. massive LED screen in the back. Ooh, what about a shooting range where they put up little um, like interview shots from like C-SPAN and like MSNBC and stuff of different mm-hmm. politicians, and then like when they appear on screen. You, if you fire your gun, then you get a printout of where you hit them when the. Oh, honestly, playing. that'd be so cool! Like, if you just bring your gun to the movie theater and shoot at the screen whenever you wanted. Well, I'm just thinking, like, you know, the the crazy psychomaniacs who would like bring a gun somewhere to try to kill a politician. They don't have to anymore. They can just go to the oh, range. They can, like they the, get it all out of them if they want to, you know, <laughs> shoot the video screen of Nancy Pelosi a hundred times in the head then that's their prerogative i mean yeah i've seen i've seen videos of people bringing cutouts of dogs to the firing range oh were they cops <laughs> probably no cops love dogs <laughs> that's one yeah. thing i know about cops if, if people were able to do that with the uh with the the politicians the january 6th would never have happened yeah because they could just get it all out <laughs> get it out of their system Wait, yeah did you guys see the, the video it was like a it was like a cop and like a peanut fell on him or something <laughs> He like what? shot the shit out of a car. A peanut fell on him. Or it was like it was some sort of nut. I think it was like an acorn or something. If, uh, an acorn fell on his car, and he just started blindly firing at the car that was next to him because he thought they threw it at him. No, he th- so I, no because I thought the peanut f- or the acorn. I thought it fell on him, and like he thought he got shot, so he mag dumped his car. His own car. Yeah, it was his car. What? He, why would getting shot feel like a, a nut hitting you on the head? Well, if it fell from the top of a tree as tall as the Empire State Building. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I've seen a few of those. I don't know. Redwood trees are kind of tall, man. The Empire State Building is not even the tallest building in New York. I feel like if you dropped a peanut off of that, it would probably hurt. A no, they, I think they did a Mythbusters about it. The peanut would actually fall upwards because of the wind and you'd be able to catch it. Mm-hmm. It's true. The wind is your friend. If you fired a gun straight down off of the Empire State Building, it would actually blow the bullet up and take your own head off. World's most convoluted suicide. <laughs> your, 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 your best bet is to just bend the the barrel of the gun backwards and just shoot yourself in the head anyways. Ooh, actually, if you point the gun up, the wind will actually push the bullet back oh. down. Oh. 
I would get two guns and I would point them at each other, and then both of the bullets would hit each other and go back into the gun. Well, actually, if you <laughs> if you put the two barrels of the gun together and then you fired it, the guns would actually run away from each other and the bullets would would just fall together. I've always I've Wouldn't always had this. Fun? Yeah, they would equal each other out and just fall to the ground. Well, it'd be like uh, firing a gun where you're holding the bullet and the gun just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of just like having a gun with like a lot of recoil, like a like a Desert Eagle or something. Mm-hmm. But you like hold it with like a, like a string, so when you pull the trigger, it the gun flies away, like because uh, the recoil. But it's also like guns are kind of boomerang shaped, so maybe it would twirl Ooh. around and come back to you. And the bullet would get reloaded into the gun. <laughs> yeah, it would fall back in. What about a gun with infinite recoil? So you fire it, and then it just it continues uh, just moving backwards until it breaks your arm backwards, <laughs> and you have to flip your broken arm upside down. Oh, it's like... Um, I don't think I'd be able to fire it again after that. You would have, maybe you, have maybe to you fire, fire it, and it just flies backwards forever. forever. It just enters, it enters the Earth's orbit. Infinite backwards momentum. No, yeah. you'd have to be in a hamster wheel. That way, when you fire the gun, it pushes you back. Mm. It would spin you in the little wheel. Oh, yes. <laughs> free energy. Free energy. We've solved the free energy crisis. Oh my god, we're the free rich. energy crisis. <laughs> Why can't I find cheap, affordable free energy? <laughs> All I had to do was fire a gun on a hamster wheel. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, how many people do you think have actually, like, really genuinely tried to fire a gun on a hamster wheel? I was, thought you were going to talk about how many people have really invented free energy. <laughs> Which I imagine there's like three Indian guys who claim to have done that. And Tesla did it too, right? No, the uh, the Pope actually in like the 30s found some alien craft with free mm-hmm. energy, uh, but he didn't he didn't let anybody have it. He's using it to power just the Vatican. Yeah, it's Vatican the, only City. for the Vatican. Yeah, fucking sons of bitches. There's a McDonald's at the Vatican. Are popes allowed to eat fast food? I think the Pope can eat whatever he damn well pleases. Well, not on, uh, what was it, like Fridays or something? Or He's Sundays. the fucking Pope. Right, but can't like people not eat meat on a certain day? Yeah, if the Pope was like, had some sort of like religious dietary restriction on a certain day, he could just say, fuck it, I don't feel like it. So that's not my thing. And he could just not do it. Does Wait, he... who watches the Pope then? The Pope, there's no Pope above the Pope. <laughs> there's no Pope watcher. There's like God. <laughs> yeah, maybe Jesus before him. but Well, Jesus is God, technically. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe the I, Holy Spirit. Whatever, man. <laughs> I, heard, I heard something interesting about religion. And maybe I'm completely off base. But I heard that insulting the Holy Spirit is way worse than insulting God. Really? Is that, the, is that the guy that got Mary pregnant? So, like, if you yelled, God damn it, that's bad in a religious context. But if you yelled, fuck the Holy Spirit because something <laughs> happened to you, like, then you're really fucked because the Holy Spirit is, like, your connection to God. Oh, shit. So I, not I only are never... you saying, you're saying, fuck this thing at the end of the connection, you're saying, fuck the whole connection. Fuck the connection. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard that that's, like, the worst thing you could say in a religious context. So it would be, an analogy would be, like, Instead of saying fuck work, I said fuck the highway. If you said, if you said fuck everyone who participates in society. Yeah. <laughs> fuck all the consumers. And- oh, so if like I hate like computers, I'm like, oh, fuck wires, dude. I hate wires. <laughs> yeah, going at the, yeah. Yeah, you get it. I get it. <laughs> Wait, but I've never heard anybody say that before. Is that is it like a Nobody com- says that because thing? it's insane. It would be an insane oh, thing to say. you're right, you're right. If I heard somebody saying that, I would think... That's an insane person. So wait, is like the Holy Spirit like a like is it like a side character? Like is it like 
Like, what is it? It's like the conduit to which you practice religion. So it's like batteries? It's how God speaks to That's us. That's not what a conduit is. Hmm. <laughs> well, stop making analogies. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're enjoying some delicious Rafajos. Oh, oh yes. I love Rafajos. It's a South American drink. Can we get a good three-way clink going here? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, have you guys ever had, um... Like, you go into the dentist, and they do that, um... Like, that fluoride paste in your mouth... Yeah, this is kind of like the bubblegum. Yeah, yep. it, it's yep. like bubblegum yep. fluoride paste. Yes, I, I'm uh, drinking this thing and I'm like, oh my god, it's, I'm like at the dentist now. I've <clears throat> been trying to think of what this <clears throat> the fucking tastes like this whole time. You just nailed it right on the head. Uh, a while ago, my brother called me and he goes, I think I found out how to make Rafajos. Because <laughs> there's a South American restaurant we go to around here. And he's like, it's cola champagne. That's the secret. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you just watch the bartender, he pulls it out of the, out of the thing. But yeah. He was really impressed that he figured it out. What is, what is cola champagne? It's just, it's a Salvadoran soda. It's like sugar flavored, basically. What is bubblegum? Bubblegum is just sugar and a little bit of mint, I think. Mint. And then the gum, from the, the sap from trees. The xanthan gum. Oh, xanthan's gum. Mm. I, I wonder, wonder if I could get like the all natural tree gum. You just chew some tree gum. Ooh, that's a good name for like a a, a kid born these days. Is Anthony? Anthony tree gum. No, Xanthony. Xanthony. Oh, Xanthony. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure some uh, white woman would love to name her kid Xanthony. Uh, I'm sure a, a Zoomer couple someday will name their their son Zinthony for Zins. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Xanthony's kind of like a Xanax name. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, there's definitely like some like drudge like acid rapper named that or something. Ooh, drudge acid rap sounds like a really cool. Character. John, John, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think him and Hot Coal would get along. Ooh. Oh, get the dude, everybody loves Hulk Drudge acid rap and Hot Coal. <laughs> <laughs> what would that sound like? Different. I, than... I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't know what acid rap sounds like. <laughs> I, I picture like a kind of like a, um, like a plit, 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 plat, plit kind of thing. Like the Crystal Method. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, if anybody uh, watches Mashal magic muscles or something it's, it's a new anime that's out i gotta show it to you afterwards like mashal's magic muscles it's 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 something like that it's about this kid who can't do magic in a world where everybody can do magic and so all he can do is muscles all he can do is muscles and so he's like incredibly strong and can do whatever the fuck he wants he's got incredible muscles that he's sounds like another magic. show where a guy can punch one time <laughs> no but other people in that world can punch really hard oh. he, he can just punch the hardest yeah this guy nobody punches but him Dude, imagine, imagine just beating getting, up nerds then. Yeah. <laughs> just beating up nerds all day long. The anime. Imagine being the guy that like invented punching. Like the first caveman that came the up to another caveman. He's like, what the fuck did you just do to me? Do you think they threw poop first or do you think he threw a punch first? Oh, dude, they definitely threw poop. Like monkeys. Have you ever seen a monkey punch another monkey? I don't think so. Yeah, they poop first. Someone did have to invent punching. They Yeah, they, they don't really punch, but they definitely pull and tear. They yeah. rip and tear till it's over, till it's done. Yeah. So technically, deer invented kicking, but I think it's because, like, humans were the first ones to have arms that they invented punching. Well, what about horses? Horses and mules. Oh, kangaroos and can punch. Oh they fuck! Can. I, you know, they've seen. But we didn't learn that from kangaroos. I learned that from the Kangaroo Jack boxing movie. Mm-hmm. What a dog shit movie that was! <laughs> oh, people Come got on. so mad at that movie, dude. He, he's not even a character in the movie. Like, <laughs> Kangaroo Jack doesn't appear in the movie until like. I think 45 minutes in or something. It's a fucking dream sequence they, or something, they, right? They straight up have, like, a boxing match with the kangaroo in the in the, the ring, right, though? It's, it's like, a stupid fucking movie. <laughs> I, 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 got, saw, 
I saw it and everyone was like, this movie's so fun. And all the ads were like, this movie's fun. Everyone likes it. And then I watched it and I, I actually had no feelings. It was like the first movie I left the theater with no feelings about. <laughs> well, because it had some really big names that starred in it, right? Like Ice-T or something. Like, oh, wasn't Ice Orlando Cube? Bloom in it? Uh, it had, I feel like it had some... It wasn't them, obviously, but it had some big names. I don't remember the two guys because they didn't really do much after that. Yeah. God. But yeah, I, I was playing code names and there was Kangaroo... And uh, no, there was boxing and Australia were two of the names, two of the words on the thing. And I said, Kangaroo Jack. Like, that's the most obvious thing is like the Kangaroo Jack. He's a boxer. He's from Australia. Like that's and nobody got it. Or the, the people guessing didn't get it, but the guy Dude, in my It's like team, a niche movie from oh like 2002. God. Nobody's going to get that shit. That's the, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. <laughs> Come on. It's just yeah. because you're not Australian enough. Not me getting frothed up about things that came out between 2000 and 2005. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that, that stupid magic thing, the the intro to that, that anime is, is grudge rap. Grudge, grudge rap. Grudge acid rap. Grudge, grudge acid, acid rap. Grudge, grudge Grudge acid rap. Like Drudge Duty. Yeah. Grudge Grudy. Grudge Graggy. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> well done. Hmm, maybe it's my fucked up cocktail that's getting to my head. Oh, yeah, you're listening to Anti-Didact, the podcast about how to or we ask how come. My name is Ian. My name is Hank. My name is Fucked Up. I'm Fred. Yeah, the most fucked up name. <laughs> and today, we are learning... How to train military dogs. Fuck them. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> Don't fuck them. Oh. <laughs> military working dogs, MWDs, <laughs> are some of the best trained canines in the world. But there's no great secret to how they are trained. Dude, instead of having a WMD, you have a <laughs> working military dog of mass destruction. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Modern warfare dog. They should they should just make a Call of Duty where you just only dogs dogs with guns. Yeah, cool. Modern Warfare dog man. I'd they should it. just say Call of Duty's over and then just uh, turn off the TV. <laughs> like like you watch the ad and they say Call of Duty's <laughs> over and then the guy turns your TV off for you. <laughs> it's like inscription. They have, they have access to your hardware. Yeah. Do they really? Kind of. Wow. Yeah, Hank hasn't played Inscription yet. Yeah. I keep meaning to. I love that game. I just never played it. SMH. We're gonna we're gonna bring it up at least three more times until you play it. It might take like four or five actually. And you gotta beat it because a lot of people just quit when they think the game is different. Yeah. <laughs> Military working dog handlers train dogs using most of the same techniques as civilian dog trainers, but they also teach them kung fu. So the instructions that they give to specifically selected MWDs also can work for your pup at home. Oh my god, I can train my dog to be a cop. Bite civilian. <laughs> Here you go, doggy. Mag dump time. Bite you shoot crunch. all the bullets at once. Yeah, how do you train your dog to hear you over bullets? Uh, fire bullets while yelling at them. I'm pretty sure these dogs are only used to torture civilians. Uh, yeah. No, it's I like mean, the police horses, which are also used to torture civilians. <laughs> yeah, when they draw and quarter you. <laughs> I hate You're, it when I'm like just walking around in Boston and I get drawn and quartered in the park. I wonder what that feels like. <laughs> to get quartered or drawn? <laughs> <laughs> do you think your arms would fall off? I think. No, they, what do you mean, would they fall off? Do they, they like, just, can, afford, can two horses pull so hard that your arms fall off? Yes. Do they, really? I think so, that's strong. 
I, I could have sworn that my arms were just like really good at staying attached to my body. Well, because here's the thing. Are they slowly letting the horses walk so that you get raised up and then and then start pulling? Or do they both take off at a gallop and then you... No, that could hurt taught, the horses. Yeah, but that, that'll that really tear your arms off. Like I don't think it would tear my arms. I feel 100%. like it would dislocate my bones. My bones would come undone. But I feel <clears> like they would... My my muscles, my muscles would keep me attached. I think you're underestimating <clears> horses. Ooh, what if I there think was you're an... underestimating muscles. <laughs> what if there was an anime where, like, everyone was horses except one guy was muscles? <laughs> Dude, they should Just have a muscles. drawing and quartering anime of, like... You yeah. get, like, it's taken into, like, the isekai world where, like... Just what is isekai? Stop saying that. Sorry. Oh, well, it means you get hit by a truck and you die. People of culture know what it means. Oh, sorry. So, sorry. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's actually the worst culture. <laughs> Do you actually want to know what it means? I don't I don't really care, but I think the listener also doesn't know what it is. <laughs> okay, isekai is a genre of anime that basically means... You, somehow you either died or you get transported by a god. Somehow you end up in another world that is not your own and you have to fend for yourself. So, I like, see. basically, about 15 years ago, this one show came out where they had this idea. <laughs> was it called Isekai? No. Yeah, it was called it was called Sword Guy. Um, and no. the idea was so good. They were like, wait, guys, we don't even need to make new shows anymore. We can just keep making the same show with the same premise. It and people will love it. Little tiny twists. Not, not to shit on anime, but they're literally just ripping off Gulliver's Travels, Wizard of Oz, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Alice no. in Wonderland. 100%. Like, I'm not even kidding. There are over, like, 6,000 different animes that is just this one presence of you get hit by a truck and you go to, like, Fantasyland. At least three or four come out every, every like, six months. Like, I, like you, you pretty much exclusively only watch them, right? I mean, it is one of the the genres that I love. So yeah, <laughs> I like I like the one where like the the guy was a little slime. He was like a little bug. And it was cool. I watched like six episodes of it. And we would we would uh, KFC and watch the slime anime. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I love that one. I never finished it though. Oh, look at this! Hank not finishing anime is what a... it's because he isekais are kind of kind of boring, kind of lame. Even that one that I fucking love that was really cool that I told you about. Yeah, where the guy has like he, he's like he gets transported to a fantasy land, but he has like cool swords this time. It's it's different because it's virtual reality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why. It's oh, different. is it called Sword Art Online? That's a, is that uh, the name of the one where he has the swords? Well, yeah, that's the Sword Guy one. That, no, this oh. one's slightly different because it's like it's like Sword. Like picture offline, kind of. It's a little bit different. You could have said sorta. Sorta, sorta different. Yeah. Yeah, you don't die if you try to log off. That's no. I don't. I don't like isekais, honestly. I I I like the Fuck first you. three episodes, and then I get Ooh. bored. What about a reverse uh, isekai where it's a guy in a fantasy world, and then he has to go back to being normal? Yeah, they already did that. Did they? M multiple times. Oh, what if they did an anime where there was a hot girl? They no, did, they did they that. No. Wait, wait. No, they didn't. No, there's one about that's the mom, a, the a, mom that gets isekai, and then she's like wicked hot or something. And then her son goes with her, and they fall in love. Oh, that's weird. Why yeah, did they make it's it really weird? weird. What the? What, why didn't you tell me that? that oh God, well, what the fuck? It's not like you were ever gonna watch it. Ooh, there Dude, should be spoilers, oh, man. Oh, did, what did, the fuck? Were you unaware that incest exists in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kinda. Hank was edging the whole time. He just spoiled the whole <laughs> Dude, thing. Dude, you just made me goon. What the fuck? He's been edging for like what, like six oh years? Because you don't finish isekais. <laughs> I don't finish anything, to be honest. I'm such a hypocrite, though. I haven't finished uh, uh, the big one. The, the Big Lebowski. The Big Bang. I haven't... I, I've never watched the whole thing and haven't fallen asleep. That's sort of an isekai. He kind of enters like an underground criminal underbelly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a little bit. A little way. Yeah. Um, I'm, but I'm not going to say that word anymore. Lebowski? 
Yeah. Or Le- easy. Do you oh, say Lebowski? Oh, Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, I'm done saying Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out of your vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jaeger. What's the, what the fuck is that called? Oh, you have... Well, okay, to be fair, I fucking... Wow, I love anime talk. Yeah, oh okay. Well, we need to stop, sorry. <laughs> Every single one of our viewers are anime lovers, right? <laughs> Method one, uh, using military-style training techniques. Uh, step one, take a patient, positive approach that has no timetable. Yeah. I, wanna, I just want to know how long it takes my dog to use a gun. Oh, that's going to take a while. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> Have you ever tried to teach a dog thumbs? <laughs> well, no, I feel like I could make him like a little doggy gun that he holds with his like mouth, and he can use his tongue to pull the trigger. Well, they, they Oh, he would have to hold it sideways like a gangster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hook it on one of his, his canine teeth. Wait, it, it'd be like dentures. It'd be like putting dent, like a mouth guard in your mouth, but instead at the end of the mouth guard, there's a gun. Wait, so pointed teeth in a human's mouth are called canines. What are the pointed teeth in canines' mouths called? Humans. Also canines. They call them canines because they're similar to the Wait, dog's Wait, so what, what, okay, came, okay. what came first, okay. the teeth or the dogs? No, teeth came first. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'd venture to guess the dogs didn't invent teeth. <laughs> what? But they have the pointiest teeth. Imagine, Dude, like, isn't it weird how a guy like, just saw a dog with teeth and he's like, "I should have those," and he just took all the teeth out of the dog and put them in his own head. Dude, isn't it? Wait, isn't it like so weird though that like we all kids evolved were born with teeth. from like the same animal and like this animal just happened to have teeth and like a butt and like a head? Well, I thought we all evolved from crabs. No, I think crabs are what we will evolve into. Oh, oh, right, we all evolved from frogs. The frogs yeah. don't have teeth. Oh, fuck, wait, yeah, they don't have teeth. <laughs> wait, yeah, why don't frogs have teeth? I like your idea of evolution, that there was just some sort of weird, like, clay monstrosity that, like, birthed the first human. And just, like, like saw things that he liked. He was like, ooh, I want that. Yeah, he's like, I want that. Like, one. someone was just picking from a bucket of ingredients <laughs> and, like, made people. It's a very, like, it's a very old world kind of view of, of the world. What was that that game that they made us play in like Spore. sixth Spore. grade biology? I fucking love Spore, dude. Oh, Spore is also Spore really cool. was I, that was the first game I was ever pumped for. But there was there was this game they made us play in like biology class that was like the evolution game where you you were a bird and it was like oh you're gonna die if, because you're cold at night and so you had to like go find a way to get thicker feathers and it was like oh you're gonna die if you can't like peck a hole in this tree to get the but the bugs out, so you had to find a way to evolve a sharper beak. Dude, mm-hmm. how did dinosaurs like f- get so fucked up? They turn into birds. Like, that's crazy. I think they just decided as a group. They probably yeah, all yeah. met together. No, it was the fucking like, pterodactyl. Let's, let's talk about this. It was a consensus. Yeah, <laughs> like v- during the the big meteor or whatever. Like the fucking pterodactyls, they just like flew away and turned into birds. I don't think there actually was a mass extinction event. I think they just decided to go away. <laughs> they decided to leave Earth. No, they're hiding. They just said, I'm sick of this shit. And they, and they just went to the, like a mud flat and like died. Yeah, died and got fossilized. <laughs> He's like, hey, I got this awesome idea. And he just crawled into a puddle of mud and died. <laughs> oh, like that, uh, that, that caver guy. Just crawled into a hole and died. Mm-hmm. Or the, the Iceman. Or yeah. the, the Kool-Aid uh, cult. <clears throat> I think it's going to be so cool in like a million years when there's like new humans or sentient dolphins or whatever that are doing archaeology and they're just going to find weird like dead humans in the like the weirdest places they're going to find a, a skeleton wearing airpods oh they're going to find those guys in the submarine at the bottom of the ocean many submarines 
There's not that many submarines down there. I can't wait for them to find the first uh, fully clothed skeleton wearing an Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> oh, because the clothes don't degrade because they're made out of synthetic plastic. He yeah, he, he was too busy mining his real-world Bitcoin that he walked into an open manhole. Have you seen those videos of the people wearing the Vision Pros? And driving a car, yeah. Yeah, or like he's like walking across a crosswalk and he's doing this. Yeah. I think yeah. he's doing that on purpose. I don't think he has video separate. I think he just likes doing jazz hands. I also don't think it's that responsive. You would have to like very carefully like put your fingers to a specific spot and like inch I can't believe they don't let you do VR porn in that. Like that's they, the whole point most people would buy it for. I mean, they don't. They Apple don't. won't allow it <laughs> on their store. No, they don't allow boobs. You can't have boobs on there. They, you can have a browser open. No, you can't no, have boobs. No, they don't the, allow the it. the browser's just a flat screen. You what? can't do you can't do 3D in the browser. Oh, right, but you can it's still it kind of allows it. No, it's like you a can't, big like, computer head to see like VR. Like you want but, if you but, want virtual can, 3D boobs, okay, you could still you, you could still watch porn on the browser. Yeah, the way you the way screen. you would on like a computer screen <laughs> or a TV screen. Yeah. But the the funny thing is every time Apple comes out with something, people are like, "Oh man, it's just going to be the iPhone all over again." <laughs> like how many products does Apple actually have that are like the iPhone? They had the iPod and the iPhone. Oh, yeah. the iMac. Yeah. I, no, I, the iMac I, is not ubiquitous. The Air Mac. Mac Air? Mac Air. That, Pro. The iPod Air. <laughs> yeah, the, the iPod Mini. I think they should bring back the iPod <laughs> Shuffle. That was really cool. They should invent the iPod Yocto. <laughs> what does that do? Oh, that's just the fake uh, iPod that I oh. found on Encyclopedia. <laughs> I wrote a whole article on And just like bring it into the family of, of Apple. It, it shows it as like a dot on someone's thumbnail. <laughs> like it's, like <laughs> oh, a, it's like the smallest iPod you could make. I feel like I'm in Spy Kids 3. Oh, wait, dude. They need the iPod. You put it in your eyeball oh, so you can God, listen dude. to music in your eyeball. I'm pretty sure that's a Futurama joke. No, I never watched Futurama, so that's genuine. <laughs> I don't trademark anything. But I just think it's funny that they come out with these products and everyone's like, this is going to be a game changer. It's like, it, I, I'm just not going to wear them. <laughs> like, I can't wait for the day where I'm not allowed to participate in society because I'm not stupid. Because you're not dude, wearing I your it, I find it so funny that, yeah. like... Won't that be funny? Because you're already basically told, like, oh, if you have green bubbles, you can't participate in society. Oh, my God. Dude, that's so funny. I'm out of the dating game because I have blue bubbles. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> it's I'm so like, funny. They're like, they're like, I can't even have a group chat with you. It's like, use one of the hundred other chat apps, and then this won't be a problem for and you. Like, and they're like, you can have group chats. Group chats. <laughs> they just won't be blue. And they're like, no, I don't know how to use a computer or a phone. I don't know anything. <laughs> it's just no nothings running the world. Yeah, I, I, just, I love how Telegram tells you whenever one of your contacts joins Telegram. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, he's he, he's entered the new age. Yeah, same thing with like WhatsApp. Like, people yeah. show up in WhatsApp. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> They've joined us. I think WhatsApp is actually a really great app. I love WhatsApp. It's also used by a lot of criminals, but, you know. Everything's used by criminals. They were, <laughs> fucking terrorists were using Xbox Live to, like... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's so cool. Can I you think- still use Xbox Live? Not for terrorism. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they got rid of that. They, they actually added it to the terms of service. It says you can't do terrorism anymore. Same with PS4 chat. Yeah. Or PS chat. I, I, I've heard that those things are just, like, completely surveilled. Oh, yeah. If you say anything bad, it's all recorded. Every single thing you say in PS and PlayStation chat is recorded. I wouldn't be surprised if Discord is also, like... Ooh, completely transparent. I didn't think about that. <laughs> the th- oh, so all your crimes you've been committing? I gotta scrub some audio logs. Well, the thing I like about Telegram <laughs> is because other governments don't like it, you know it's probably <laughs> secure. Like, if everybody liked it, you know it's not secure at all. Yeah. 
It's well, like the fact WhatsApp. that governments are like, Telegram's evil. It's like, okay, that's that's enough reason for me to want to use it. To use it, yeah. I mean, do they say the same thing about WhatsApp? No. Mm. I'm not saying mm. WhatsApp is like a, a, a haven of free speech. Is that, is that the... Is, <laughs> is WhatsApp the like the China ultimate app? Yeah. No, that's WeChat. WeChat, oh, yeah. Oh, there's a different one? Oh, jeez. Well, WhatsApp, WhatsApp is the Facebook from one. China. I feel... I thought it'd be so cool if we had like a China hmm. ultimate app, but like for America. It's called TikTok. Oh, but imagine just opening the Why? China app on your phone. Can I do that? There's just Can an I app that says, it? it says the Republic of China, and you go, ooh, and then you, you scroll through, and you get to read your propaganda. You get to read Mao's Red Book, like all, I, all the stuff. I would read some Chinese propaganda. That sounds Do they let you fun. have it? Can I, like, get the the mega the WeChat? I think you can get WeChat, and I think it'll uh, ask for every permission on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Same as uh, Timu. Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear in the Super Bowl, uh, like, 90% of the population discovered that Timu is pronounced Temu? What? <laughs> no. You mean the, the 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 website where I can't get four dollars scam pods is actually pronounced differently? What the fuck? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Next, you're gonna tell me it's pronounced Sega. How does that work? How, what is what is their prerogative? Why, how do they make money? Like I don't understand it. You got me like a, a one dollar, fifteen dollar deck box, and I'm like, how the fuck does that work? They make money by selling your personal information. Oh. <laughs> they're also selling you very low quality goods. Yeah, nothing is worth. They're not losing money on transactions. Dude, I want to get the Timu Samurai Sword, the one that will throw the blade and kill your cat. <laughs> no. while, while you're practicing your kendo moves. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> don't practice your kendo moves around your dog either, uh, because you're trying to train your dog. I can already tell this is one of those episodes. <laughs> which is that? fine. It's just the uh, the episode where we don't really want to read the guide. <laughs> it's well, like because. We're we're more of a free free the dog kind of podcast. We don't really yeah. want there to be police dogs. I mean, dogs. it's cop dogs. I mean, we can make millions of bits on cop dogs, right? Right. <laughs> I like like tail wagging, like floppy eared dogs. I don't yeah. like uh, dogs that just bite people for a living. Yeah, like cane corsos or uh, yeah, Dobermans. And then they get killed, and they give them a military funeral, even though yeah. all the thing did was like bite limbs and get or shot like, by a cop. Like yeah. the person, <laughs> yeah, get friendly fire to death. <laughs> The person that is like the dog gets like freed from the the police person's uh, care without he didn't like sick him on the person but the dog yeah. just gets free goes and attacks the person the person tries to fight back and the people the cops just kill him for like trying to punch the dog well the cop tries to shoot the guy and accidentally shoots the dog oh no and then they're like they're like officer muffins was gunned down in the in the line of duty and then they have like a bagpipe funeral tragically to, killed by a go. falling peanut they play um uh what is it uh danny boy on on bagpipes why is every funeral <laughs> this is really dark every cop funeral has like fucking bagpipes it's got fucking like it's like a parade of just crazy yeah, New England shit. Why did like the Irish get such like a stronghold on funerals? I guess they just have the best funerals. I like the ones where they shoot the guns. I mean, realistically, like they do give cops like a real send off. Yeah. Like, don't they give them like a six gun salute? They do. Yeah, yeah. There's that's, like that's what Hank was just saying. Yeah. That's it's just you know. I mean, like if I could have six gun salute and a bagpipe at my funeral without being a cop, I'd do it. I just want bagpipes to play songs that are not bagpipe songs, like, and not like meme songs either. I just want them to play like, oh, okay. like just like weird, like play jingle bells on happy play happy, bir- birthday. happy birthday, yeah, yeah. happy birthday and bagpipes. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> In 
and it's got the weird like like kind of like off key like notes because a bagpipe is like keyed in a weird way. Wow. Yeah, but these dogs don't deserve like full military style funerals. No. What? No, dude, they're they were officers trained in the line of duty. Well, they're servicemen. They're being used like fucking animals. Well, I mean, okay, all cops are animals. Like, let's be real. A lot of a lot of dogs are also used to falsely. Uh, like detain people and like search their cars and shit. Like, oh, we're the gonna dog bring... wouldn't have bit you if you weren't uh, full <laughs> of drugs. <laughs> oh, I can teach my dog to plant cocaine and underneath they, the passenger seat. Like they they bring the the canine unit out and like, okay, we're gonna have the canine unit like circle your car and if it signals, then we have permission to search your car. And the dude like points at the window to signal the dog to quote unquote make a signal. And that's the, that's the pr- like the, they're trained to do something. Okay, we're gonna get our drug sniffing cops to come over and signal your car. <laughs> it, it's it's ridiculous sometimes. And then they search the car and there's nothing in there. But the, they make an arrest because the dude's like, "No, you can't search my car." I like the idea that cops just carry little bags of drugs with them at all times to plant on people. <laughs> I mean, if if you find a like two bags of drugs in a guy's car, only one of them has to go to evidence, right? True. <laughs> Especially Ooh. if you turn your, your body camera I'm off. I'll keep it. Yeah. Oh, no. The body camera just happened to be off during the most important part of this arrest. Yeah, we were talking about uh, b- sensitive information, so we had to turn our body cams off. If you turn your body cam off, oh, you should be shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big shock races through your body ah, until you turn it back on. It should go around your neck. Yeah. <laughs> the body camera. Oh, my oh, God. How about, a, how about one of those collars from um, Ratchet Deadlocked where it'll blow your head off if oh, you uh, leave the challenge? <laughs> If you if you what? Oh, you know what it's like? <laughs> That's a dumb... It, I might cut that. Um, it would be like... You know in Battlefield when you go like too far out of the mission? It says like, yeah. you're, you are leaving the mission. <laughs> when they turn their body cam off, it should, should say you are leaving the mission. Yeah. <laughs> turn it back on or you will die in five, four, three, two... Well, no, it, it explodes at three. One. It explodes at three. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So yeah, that's the the moral of this guy. Just don't train your dogs to be policemen. Uh, well, I mean, we'll get a very fancy funeral. I mean, no, this is, but this is military though. This isn't police dog. I like. What what's the difference? I'm training my dog to be a drone operator. <laughs> I guess that military dogs are like bomb sniffers. I'm gonna train my dog to call in an airstrike. Literally, he'll bark, and then an airstrike will land uh, ten feet from him, and he'll get a military funeral. Oh my god! Bork, like bork. You, you smell a bomb like coming towards you, and you like float towards it like a little pie. He does. He does the the full body point. His I'm, nose is pointing right at it. I'm pretty sure the government did testing on like rats to see if they could be trained to just carry explosives. They can, can't they? I think they. I don't think they actually do that. But I think the idea was that you could just have a bunch of trained rats that you just strap a bomb to and have them run into a location and just blow it up indiscriminately. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! That, that'd be, imagine like going to war with somebody and then just like a horde of little rats come and start blowing shit up. Like they fuck up your ankles. With bombs strapped to them. Yeah. Or they're well, full yeah, of mustard need... gas or something. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, they. I was watching something. They have literally made bird drones the bird drones are a real thing they look like birds they look like birds and they are drones no (laughs) like your uncle was right he's conspiracy theorist uh mindset is really becoming relevant i think the craziest weapon invention of like the past like 
100 years was just like the $50 drone with like a little grenade attached to it that would like harass <laughs> like individual Russian soldiers during the Ukrainian war like an impact oh you're yeah I they they there was a video that came out of a drone dropping a grenade on somebody no I, I'm like thinking of a different one it was this guy like trying to hit it with a stick it was like this little tiny bug coming up with him with a grenade and he's like nah, and then he blew him up and I was like fuck <laughs> And then he was like, "Fuck!" I would have, yeah. I would hate fighting the mosquito that uh, blows your head off. <laughs> I think drone warfare is Ugh. interesting because it, it is the most hands-off, cold type of warfare you could really have. It's like fifty bucks for a flying grenade. Like that's sick. Yeah, they should just have a grenade that you throw it, and it's like go go gadget helicopter, and it just flies. <laughs> it does home in on the target. Homing capabilities. I think at one point they tried to train pigeons to drop things mm. as well. You can get the Timu drone and the Timu grenade. But then it won't explode. Yeah, but it's so cheap. You can just buy another it's one. It's actually pronounced Temu. Yeah, check your They fucking, should rebrand. Check your they Chinese should hide, privilege, like, man. fucking rebrand, dude. All right, so not everyone is cut out to be a dog trainer either. Um, if you know, if you don't know... If you know, you don't know. <laughs> Uh, hire a professional dog trainer if you're if you're that guy. Oh, my turn to read. Step me. two, guys. Yeah, method one, <laughs> step two. Build a positive relationship with the dog right from the start. It's important that you quickly show yourself as the alpha. Oh, you should listen to a previous oh. episode if you want to learn about the types of guys. <laughs> um, that is the leader in your pairing, but that you do so through camaraderie, not threats or force. If you already have an established relationship with the dog, spend a few days or even weeks taking care of its needs before you start training it. So, like, if the dog needs, like, a ham sandwich, you should be there to, to whip one up If the dog needs a cold beer. Just put a bunch Ooh. of buttons in front of him with, like, pre-recorded lines. Yeah. Ham sandwich. Cold beer. Ham no. cold. There's two buttons. Is the dog going to ask for a ham sandwich or a cold beer? <laughs> Those are the two things that I'm capable of providing as a pet owner. <laughs> it's the only two things dogs ever need. So. I think the cat just sees me as a cheese provider. Because <laughs> I do just like give him bits of cheese every once in a while. Have ever thrown a slice of cheese on top of his face? Just like, I've seen that. Yeah. I, think, I think that's mean. It is mean, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even pet him too rough because I think that that's also mean. I agree. Well, it's it's funny because I've seen a lot of cat videos where they like slap his butt a bunch of times, like stop, 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 stop. Not hard. They, they yeah. like they like pat it, like roughly they, pat some, his butt, like they, multiple they like times. to play and wrestle and, and stuff. Yeah. I just don't like to get scratched, so I don't fuck around. That's a good point. <laughs> um, you get some nasty diseases from cat scratches. If you already do have a relationship with the dog, spend a few days emphasizing your roles as provider and leader. Take care of feeding, walking, cleaning, and so on and so forth without treating them like unwanted chores. You gotta be the dog's dad, not his friend. You can't roll your eyes at your damn dog. If you roll your eyes at this dog, it's over. He's gonna know that you're <laughs> he's gonna know you're weak. He'll rebel. Daily grooming is a good way to build a positive bond. Check the dog for potential medical issues. Your dog will totally appreciate you, like, giving it a, uh, a once-over every day and uh, writing a diagnostic report to the vet. He'll giving him a colonoscopy that. every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, method one, step three. Schedule consistent training sessions in a low-distraction location. Oh my god! So like, it's probably why it's been. I've been having so much trouble training him when I have. In my, I'm in the TikTok room. Training who, Razzy? Yeah, <laughs> I put him in the room with like 17 screens that all are playing various Fortnite videos. 
yeah. subway surfers. Military trainers may not use rigid timetables for success, but they do use predictable training schedules. Choose one or two times each day for training, and then hold training sessions in the same location each time. I feel like it would be better optimized if, like, I took him all over the world and just, like, trained him at different places so that he, like, he really knew what it was like to travel and had an appreciation before he goes to war. Have zero regimented schedules or habits or rituals. Just, like, everything is chaos. Yeah, I just, like, I, I can't, I, like, how can I send my boy to war? Like, I'm training my boy, and I have to send him to war. Like, oh, my God. Look at what I've done to my boy. My boy, my boy. Misquoting the Godfather so hard. <laughs> I know. Look what I've done on to my purpose. boy. Because we're the ones training him, so mm. it's on purpose. <laughs> I hope he's gonna pass the doggy test. Oh, become a trained killer. Uh, one of the reasons why dogs tend to make great soldiers is that they usually thrive on predictable schedules. Yeah, much like war. <laughs> Oh, it's you know, time for war. Time. <laughs> yeah, your alarm clock goes off, you hit it, and you go, uh, can't war just wait five more minutes? Because everyone knows war nowadays. We still, like, line up in lines in front of each other and blow yeah. a horn and run at each other. The fucking schedule, like, oh, everyone gets up at the, everyone gets up when they hear the horn, and then they, they go to war they for, get, like, a couple hours. And, and they get in they, line. They come home when they're tired. Dude, if, when I was a kid, I thought all wars were, like, the Revolutionary War, where everyone stood in a line yeah. and, like, each aimed their gun at the person in front of them, and whoever had the most men on the extra piece of the line won. They saw that as being extremely civilized back then. Like, I literally thought wars took, like, 45 minutes, dude. You couldn't get me on the front line. I'd fucking walk backwards. Yeah, I mean, I, what's to keep people from just, like, standing in the back row? I guess the guy behind you has a bayonet, <laughs> and he could stab you for deserting. That's true. I'm not but. deserting. I'm just baking a delicious pie. Oh, just of dessert. <laughs> I'd just be the guy that manned the cannon. I, mean, I guess there's there were weren't really any uh, ear protection methods back then, so I'd go deaf within a oh year. Oh my god! Wait, but yeah, like, you could just everybody must have been deaf. But like, I would survive the war. You could just put the gun <laughs> sideways in your mouth, cover your ears with your hands, and then pull the trigger with your tongue. Dude, I still think so that, easy. I wouldn't survive, but you know, dude, I still think the Revolutionary War is just like the funniest war ever. Like, imagine like Britain being like. Oh, hoity toe! We've lined up in our ranks to have a good old-fashioned war. And then a drunk guy comes flying out of the bushes and stabs eight soldiers. <laughs> and, and then runs like, away again. You go, you go, Who was that? Where did he go? And you're wearing these big bright red uniforms. <laughs> did, any, did anybody see him? Dude, literally, like we, like I think only like a thousand Americans died in the entire Revolutionary War. <laughs> How many Brits did we kill? Um, I, I don't think we killed that. I think we killed like 20 of them and then they just like were like oh this is too hard I want to go back to my tea and crumpets well the, the main problem was that we killed all the officers that was that was that was the real thing we were officer sniping and then all the troops were like oh are you scared let's get on back on the Dude, boats that, that one officer that like saw uh, George Washington with his pants down but chose not to shoot him because it would be dishonorable is <laughs> probably like fucking rolling over in his grave right now saw so him taking a piss what's funny is some of those British soldiers were actually just loyalists they were just British loyalists. They were like already subjects of the crown, and they're like, oh, they're like, I don't want to be my own country. Yeah. Like, they were just perfectly happy being subjects of the crown, and then they were just like, I'll fight for the British army, and then they get stabbed by their neighbor. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> it's kind of a civil war in a way. Oh, it was a civil war, which is crazy because yeah. the civil war was so uncivil. Like we had the we had we I think we had like twice as many people die in the civil war than in like World War Two. The Civil War is crazy because they were like, oh, we have this new thing. It's called the Railroad. It will just allow us to ship even more weapons around. So it's like... And people. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the civil like the civil war was really not very civil. Like, Say it one more it. time. <laughs> civil? Oh, wait, wait, the the civil war. I I think it was pretty civil. <laughs> so the civil? Really? Why, they wouldn't call it the civil war unless it was civil. I think they should call it the revolutionary it was pretty war. Uncivilized. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think you're being pretty uncivilized right now. Yeah, they should have called it the uncivil war. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had any dogs trained in that war, though. Yeah, that would have been pretty uncivil. <laughs> yeah, but uh, holding the training session at the same time each day helps your dog slip into training mode more easily. Oh, oh hold on. Let me slip into something more training mode. <laughs> his eyes roll in the back of his head, and he goes into training mode. <laughs> <laughs> Military dogs typically train for four hours per week in 30 minutes per day. Dude, I wish I could work four hours per week as a dog soldier. When they go into training mode, I think it's probably a lot like the intro to Goosebumps, where the dog's eyes turn yellow. <laughs> oh, they turn into, like, wolf eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Aim for one 30-minute or two 15-minute sessions per day, six to seven days a week. Oh, I thought they were talking, like, aim your gun for... Aim your gun at your dog for an hour a day. <laughs> He'll really understand that he needs to train now. <laughs> no, it just desensitizes them to seeing guns pointed at them. Yeah. <laughs> They'll you start think a looking... dog can understand that he's got a gun pointed at him? Looking down the barrel of a gun. I think the only way a dog can understand a gun is if they saw a gun shoot another dog. I, I, I've There are videos of uh, people who want to train their dogs not to do something, so they'll get a fake plushy dog, have it do like the thing that they want the dog to not do, and then just beat the shit out of the plushie. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog just immediately like goes like away and like sits like very obedient. <laughs> it's like oh, now, shit. doggy, I need you to not crawl into the chainsaw pit because this is what will happen if you crawl into the chainsaw pit. Only I can crawl into the chainsaw pit because the chainsaws know me. They react to my flesh and my flesh only. I'm daddy. I get to go to the chainsaw room whenever I want. Fred, that is the most precarious. No, it's not. It is like 85% on. It's more 75%. You, you get a B in precariosity. It's fine. <laughs> For balancing your cup on like the piece of a shelf with Wouldn't, half your cup hanging over the edge. Wouldn't an F in precariousness be like not precarious at all? Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Like an F in, <laughs> if you fail precariousness class, it means that it's actually very secure. Like you want to fail that class. Oh, I got an A in precariosity class. Whoa! <laughs> I'm British again. Yeah, what, what's better, getting an F in precariousness or getting an A in reliability? Oh, I did, dude, I go with an A in reliability, dude, 100%. But if you're not precarious, that means you're reliable. Hmm. You know? And if you're not gregarious, it means you're not very friendly. That means you're Gregorian. Oh. <laughs> And we know how those. Oh, guys. my GPA, dude! My Gregorian precariosity average. <laughs> <laughs> All right, step four: rely entirely on positive reinforcement to instruct the dog. Bullshit! Everyone knows negative reinforcement is the way to do it. No, you're supposed to kill him. <laughs> you were supposed to kill him. If he does the bad thing, kill him. <laughs> Positive reinforcement is the preferred method for all types of dog training, military style or otherwise. At its core, it means immediately identifying, praising, and rewarding positive behaviors and identifying but not punishing negative behaviors. Dude, what, what do I do when my dog tells me it wants to be a chef and not a soldier? Then you don't praise him until he grabs the pot. I won't praise you until you've baked some scrambled eggs. Bake me a scone. Baking scrambled eggs. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> You've never done that before? You can totally bake eggs. You could probably bake eggs. Isn't that what baking is? Is you baking eggs? <clears throat> yeah, but you would you call it cake scrambled eggs? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, like, I guess. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Surely you can put eggs in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. Uh, good job, Scott. You baked your eggs. You went potty outside. <laughs> How do I get my dog to stop baking eggs inside? <laughs> uh, and then whenever he goes potty inside or bakes his eggs outside, uh, say, Scott, bad boy, you went potty inside. And then clean up the mess, I guess, if you feel like it. Why were you British? Uh, I'm the only one allowed to be British. Because fuck Americans, right? No. 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 I'm on the right side of this war. Yeah, we're at war. (laughs) Uh, Method one, step five. Teach instructional commands like sit with a clear verbal and hand cue. Like military dog handlers and most dog trainers of all types. Start with one of the most basic instructional commands, such as sit, down, heal, or stay, or bake, and master a single command at a time. Speak the command clearly and... Not like that. Speak the command clearly (laughs) and provide distinct visual cues, such as the hand motion, at the same time. Provide subtle guidance as needed, such as nudging, but never pushing the dog into a seated position. Don't shout the commands or show anger or displeasure when the dog doesn't comply. Remember to keep your cool and stay positive. Oh my god, being in the actual war and the dog starts misbehaving and I'm like, no, no. And he's like, don't speak to me in that tone of voice. <laughs> the dog's going to get mad at you. That's not how you get me to do what I want, what you want me to do. Instructional commands you teach beyond the basics like sit, down, heal, and stay depend on your dog's needs and abilities. Military dogs may learn commands for things like detecting explosives, subduing enemies that you do not need to teach. Mm. But the trends, but the instructional methods remain largely the same. Yeah, this is getting into like you know just general dog training. Yes, yeah, so scroll down a little bit, see what we got going on here. See if there's anything nasty. Nasty. Oh, it's not like a, it's not like a ton left. It's like a. Then you just go through like seven. <clears throat> <laughs> scrolls um, all the way to the bottom. Yeah, there's, I went, I went through like ten, I guess. <laughs> Maybe just read some headings. Um, reward success immediately, consistently, and reasonably. Whenever my dog gets a headshot, I make sure to give him a delicious treat. Headshot. Uh, if you use treats for rewards, keep them small. Otherwise, your dog may consume too many calories and get too fat. Oh no! If I got drafted into the Zoomer War that they're gonna have to fight <laughs> eventually, um, I would be the guy who does the announcing. <laughs> I'd be the guy that gives all the dog soldiers I'd say, like, treats. I'd say double kill, double kill, <laughs> kill tacular. Yeah, it's Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> oh, identify and adapt to, and work around the dog's weaknesses. So, like for example, my weak, my dog's weakness is getting shot with bullets or chocolate. Or chocolate. <laughs> chocolate bullets? Oh, my God. It's like, what killed JFK? <laughs> I, I think we Shot him in the head with a chocolate bullet. <laughs> we, we'd win the dog wars, I think. Uh, military dogs are specialized canines. The U.S. military, for instance... The U.S. military, for instance, 
runs its own breeding program to make the most fucked up military dogs in the entire world has ever seen. That's how we got the pug. Yeah, our <laughs> nation's first military dog. <laughs> they wanted the, the jaws closer to the face. Mm-hmm. Um, A snout shorter to the face. <laughs> uh, reinforce existing training while also adding new training. Dog training is an ongoing process, and it's important to offer refreshers of prior training while also moving on to new commands and tasks. So, like, for example, after I've shot, taught my bullet to shoot a gun, I need to die. <laughs> you know? Like holding the bullet and having the gunfire. All right, now when I pull this trigger, you're going to want to fire. <laughs> I also like to loop back to my previous lessons to teach my dog how to stab with his little tiny doggy paws. <laughs> Dog talons. All right. So now we're becoming a military dog trainer. Uh, if you if you want to in method two. Yeah, if you want to become a dog, this is how you would do this it. This is how you become a dog. <laughs> Enlist in the military. Uh, complete basic training and then serve on active duty. Uh, in the U.S. military, at least dog handlers and trainers are not civilian contractors or specialty recruiters. Oh, dude, that Caesar dog training guy would be such a good military officer. The military dog whisperer. Have you, there's a video where he's, like, trying to discipline some dog, and he just, like, kicks it so fucking hard in the <laughs> side. Like, he just, like, <laughs> he just kicks the shit out of it. And people well, are like, after it bit him, though, right? Yeah, but people are like, uh, like... This guy's like not a great dog trainer. <laughs> like he he's like you got to be the pack leader and then he just like punts at the dog as hard as he can. <laughs> Four. <laughs> you got to use my advanced training technique of kick. Everyone also forgets about the uh, the cat guy Jackson Galaxy. I love the cat guy. He's yeah. really cuz his he name has, is Jack Galaxy. Jackson with Jackson an X. I, I'm pretty sure. He is the coolest beard. Sounds like a pornographic name. Sounds like the name a white woman gives her newborn baby. This is my baby, Jackson Gravity. I'd be fine with having my name to be that as long as I had the same beard as him. What if your name was Jackson? J A X X Y N. Y N. Oh, oh God. (laughs) Jackson. 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 (laughs) Oh, that's my son, Jackson. (laughs) Give him goosebumps over here. He goes to Montessori oh. school. He goes to misery school. <laughs> Montessori? What is yeah. that? Montessori school. What is that? A place where rich white women send their kids. Oh. This <laughs> is like where you teach them manners. No, it's where they get to learn whatever they want. Oh, okay. Today we're Specialized. learning religious science and how eating beans can cure cancer. And if you want to become a bean eater in the military, uh, uh, express an interest in taking on that job. <laughs> I want to eat beans. <laughs> Let me, please, sir, please. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we already got two bean eaters. We only got a few cans of beans left. <laughs> we got these guys who just eat MREs all day. <laughs> Maybe you could be one of them. <laughs> like we got the uh, we got the chicken fajita meal menu. Oh, dude, I won the MRE gotcha, and I got the chili and beans, they the eat chili the, mac. They eat the MREs that we don't want to eat. I, I've heard that MREs now are, like, really, like, chicken nuggies. Yeah, they're, like, fairly Dude, okay. I fucking love MREs. Very At the average. beginning of COVID, I bought, like, $100 of MREs, and I still haven't eaten all of them. 
They're all they expired. S- you never will. Oh, do they sell? Why do they sell them to citizens? Uh, because when the army like lets them go bad, they sell them to an army surplus store. Oh, they and then the they sell. Ones. Yes. Uh, or you're easily okay. scammed because a lot of those products aren't even MREs. Nope, they're genuine. They're I 100% match them. I scanned the barcode. Mm. I inspected mm. the packaging. Because no one could fake a barcode. Yeah. No, nobody <laughs> could fake this bar. It's a very... Because the the feel of the MREs has a very feely feel of a plastic bag. How do you know that you feel the real MRE before if you just got the fake one? Well, I, got, I saw a YouTube video of it, yeah. so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. They were yummy, though. Gee, I love the drops? paste. Any rare drops in there? <laughs> Oh, every now and then you'll get the peanut M&Ms, which are pretty good. Oh, fuck peanut M&Ms. Oh, you would die in the front lines. Yeah, and, yeah. if you were at war... If you don't eat peanut M&Ms, <laughs> you would die in the front line. You would have no energy to fight uh, God's war. I wouldn't get the the peanut buffs. Oh, yeah, the plus two stamina? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you if you want to become a dog trainer, just, like, say that you want to become a dog trainer after you get in the I military. want to become a dog trainer. <laughs> okay, sure, let's do it. Uh, the official job title is... Military Working Dog Handler, MWDH, or Mwida. 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 Mepin's a wastest. Fuck. Yeah. And then just go around the world training dogs for the rest of your life. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, you're going to have so much fun. You will have to take some tests, though. I need to reach these dogs. Uh, you can take the ASVAB tests to confirm your suitability as an MWDH. You can't just request to become an MWDH and be put into the program. <laughs> oh, what? You can't just say that you have experience with something and then lie about it? That's what it's not illegal. Works. You're allowed to do it. You just might get in trouble. Yeah, I'm not going to read the rest of that. Yeah, you have to go to trainings. There's yeah. different trainings. There's a lot of trainings. Certifications and requirements. Wait, so you also have to, so you have to train the dogs... But then you also have to go to dog training school because well, you're like also a dog, but kind that, of not. That's before you train the dogs, though. You have to. I wonder if training dogs <laughs> is like the same as training humans. If I can just give them a little treat and then kill people for me. Positive reinforcement, man. Yeah. This article was written by a guy who's actually a dog trainer and a oh, PhD. Ph dog. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He does, handler, dog. he does live in LA though, so that's a huge uh, stat debuff. <laughs> what, is, what is it? What is the the penalty? Oh no! I just think everyone in LA is lying about their credentials. Right, but like, what is what is the debuff? Oh, that he's probably not the the world's greatest dog trainer. What, what are they doing over there? Like, <laughs> I just like, what do they do over there in California? Like, nobody in lives. Nobody who lives in LA. It's is the too best far away. Do. Like, I just it's like you're in the middle of the desert. It's like really hot, and like, what's the point? I don't get what the point is. The point is that there's no rules, except there's rules, except there's no rules. Oh. And that's where all the fancy people live. It's where all the fancy people live because they can, <laughs> they they roll with an iron fist and the cops are in their pocket, but then yeah. they're allowed to do as much drugs and sexual assault. It's as they where want. we've exiled all. Because like I really, I think when I would get ex, if I were to be exiled, I'd probably be exiled to California. But you can get a refurbished Peloton bike for nine hundred and ninety-five dollars. Oh, that's too much. That's a such a deal. I wonder how much it's a hundred dollars a- cheaper than a new one. Than a new one. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much a, a refurbished dog cost. Oh, you uh, probably two hundred dollars. I think probably that's what, still fairly. Expensive. That's what an adoption fee is in yeah. most places. Oh, my refurbished pug! I gotta take him back to the manufacturer. Fuck. <laughs> I guess if a dog's been dewormed, they've kind of been refurbished. Yeah, if you, you <laughs> kind of cure them of whatever's ailing them. Yeah, if they don't have heartworms anymore. Then... <laughs> yeah, I popped the hood of my dog, and it was full of worms. Just give them a fresh coat of paint. I, I think most animals are just worms. 
Like you just don't you, you they're just full of worms. Like all wild animals. Like every rabbit you see is probably full of worms. Do you think we're full of worms? No. Unless we're you we're go, full of bacteria. Although there are some countries that you go to when you come back they tell you to like take like anti parasite medications. So like Mexico. I think some parts of Mexico for South, like the Montezuma's Basically revenge. every place that isn't like northern Europe or like northern US <laughs> uh they're gonna deworm you. That is mostly just because of the water supply, though, right? I I'm not quite sure, but it's a, it's a, some sort of sanitation thing. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, refurbish yourself today. Uh, what was the name of that bad advice segment that I keep forgetting? <laughs> I'm not gonna remind you this time. No, make it up, right. make it up on the spot. Let's go. Uh, let's do bad advice. <laughs> please, I'll, I'll please advise us on what the name of the section is. Oh, wait, fuck, I forgot it, too. I don't advise. Please advise. <laughs> I just said it. it was yeah. Oh, please, please, please advise. Please advise. <laughs> yeah, if we're talking, like, you know, tips that'll improve your life, I think getting this refurbished Peloton bike might be the Ooh. thing to do. Because, you know, what else are you going to do with $900? Um, I've heard that actually getting full of worms is a pretty good dietary habit if you want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But you have only some types of worms. Yeah, you have to get the uh, the uh, designer worms that if, all the famous people use. If you just get earthworms, this is you're never gonna lose weight. <laughs> yeah, the earthworms don't eat the human food that you put in your stomach. You're just full. Yeah, you're just eating worms. <laughs> your doctor's like, I just can't lose weight, doc. No matter how many worms I eat. And you're, oh, you're eating worms. <laughs> he does the uh, the the what's the the ultrasound. Yeah, <laughs> just like. I'm sorry, you have 40 pounds of worms in your stomach. <laughs> mm, I love eating worms. Mm. Uh, my bad advice is uh, make sure you have at least 15 indoor plants so that you can get a good uh, population of flies mm-hmm. in your ha- in your house, like indoor like plant flies that just fly around and get in your face and annoy you. I've read that those come from the potting soil. Yeah. Because they get the potting soil from like Georgia. Or other places down south, and there's just like no seams and stuff that just live inside. Well, a lot of the soil has like manure in it too. Yeah, and everyone knows what manure plants... spontaneously generates flies <laughs> and larvae, like we learned in the 1750s. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think on that note, uh, if you have something to send us, you can send it to magnamorphous at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on X, formerly Twitter. At anti underscore didact. What else is going on? Ma, wow. Mbappe. Mbappe. He's doing pretty well in his soccer career right now. Yeah. Hank, do you want to send us <laughs> off with um, a sentence? And not a short one. Today, we have gone through the arduous task of learning how to learn through the dyes of a dog machine. And uh, I'm going to go kill people now in Uh a foreign country. (laughs) Watch out. Bye. Bye. Magnamorphus. 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 Dot org. The whole shebang.